The Japanese Defense Minister meets with Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel today. The Defense Minister also visited the Pentagon yesterday aboard an MV-22 Osprey. A new mode of getting from ship to shore. Marines test a new combat paddle boat at RINPAC. And we get an up-close look at a high-tech helmet used by airmen in Afghanistan. Welcome to DoD News Now, I'm Lance Corporal Jonathan Herrera. Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel is back at the Pentagon today after a two-day trip across the southeastern U.S. that took him to Naval Submarine Base Kings Bay, Georgia, Eglin Air Force Base, Florida, and Fort Rucker, Alabama. The trip highlighted his focus on future force capabilities, such as ballistic missile submarines, the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter, and Army Helicopter Aviation. Today, the Secretary is scheduled to host the Japanese Minister of Defense, Itsunori Onodera, at the Pentagon and hold a joint briefing later this afternoon. The Japanese MOD was at the Pentagon yesterday, arriving in style on an MV-22B Osprey. He met with Assistant Commandant of the Marine Corps, General John Paxton, discussing a number of topics, including the importance of the relationship between the Marine Corps and the Japanese Ground Self-Defense Force. The Defense Minister left the Pentagon aboard an Osprey a great way to avoid Washington, D.C.'s notorious traffic jams. Commander of U.S. Strategic Command Admiral Cecil Haney spoke about the importance of 21st century deterrence yesterday at the State Department in Washington, D.C. He said it's critical to understand that deterrence today involves more than just nuclear weapons. Today we have multiple actors operating in multiple environments across multiple domains capable of strategic attack using weapons of mass destruction as well as I would say, and you read about it a lot, cyber capabilities and something many don't think about, take for granted every day, space. Admiral Haney said today's challenge is creating methods to deal with a variety of adversaries and understanding their motives for executing strategic attacks. It has a long name, the ultra-heavy lift amphibious connector, but the Marine Corps is hoping this new paddle boat could be helpful in getting Marines from ship to shore in places where current technology is unable to. It's being tested on the Hawaii beaches as part of the Rim of the Pacific exercise, or RIMPAC. Marine officials say the boat is the result of more than a decade of experimentation. The current prototype is half the size of the intended future machine. The helmet-mounted integrated targeting system, better known as HIMIT, has provided a necessary tool for fighter pilots providing armed overwatch and close air support in Afghanistan. Staff Sergeant Miguel Lara reports from Bagram Airfield, Afghanistan. Roughly 600 miles separate two fighter squadrons with a rich but very different history. Here at Bagram Airfield, they have one thing in common, the helmet-mounted integrated targeting system, otherwise known as HIMIT. The 100th Fighter Squadron out of Montgomery, Alabama and the 303rd Fighter Squadron out of Whiteman Air Force Base, Missouri, have deployed to Bagram Airfield to provide armed overwatch and close air support for ground units. The squadron trained with the HIMIT system prior to deployment, which provides the units with a capability they previously didn't have. In essence, it's a modification that fits onto our flight helmets that we fly with and is, it enables us to look with our right eye and there's a little symbol over it and with that symbol we can put it on a point on the ground and we can slew our targeting pod and all of our sensors to that point on the ground. It gives us instantaneous uh, situational awareness on what's going on in the battle space, enables us to quickly get our eyes on friendly positions, uh, targets on the ground that we need to hit. and 
in general, it just paints a big picture of the entire battle space right there over our right eye that we can see at all times through all facets of flight. Uh, it's a little bit new for us because now it's something that as life support, survival equipment uh, work that we usually do, we're getting a little bit more involved with the actual weapon system of the aircraft, so that's pretty neat. We're basically in charge of pre-flighting and post-flighting the equipment for the pilots uh, before and after their flights, make sure everything's in proper working order. We go through a visual functional check of all the equipment, make sure there's no, no problems with it as far as anything broken or screws loose or any kind of rusting to make sure it's working properly and get it back up and running. We've been flying with the, uh, the Hemet uh, for around six months now. Uh, so as with any new piece of equipment that you have, there's obviously a learning curve, but uh, the more you use it, the more comfortable you become with it, uh, the better you are. Flying fighters uh, in the Air Force and the Air National Guard is a, it's a tremendous privilege. It's very, very exciting, but uh, there's a lot of preparation, a lot of work uh, that goes along uh, to be able to qualify to do the mission. Uh, so we're constantly preparing, constantly studying, and uh, staying up on uh, latest procedures uh, to make sure we can effectively execute the mission uh, for the guys on the ground. That was Staff Sergeant Miguel Lara reporting from Afghanistan. And that's it for this edition of DOD News Now. Coming up later today on DOD News at 1515 Eastern, we'll be going live to the Pentagon for a joint press briefing with Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel and the Japanese Minister of Defense. And at 1700, just in time for the weekend, grill it safe. Tips on making your outdoor meals tasty while being safe at the same time. For more news and information, check out the DoD Facebook page and watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Lance Corporal Jonathan Herrera. Keep it right here for the latest in DoD news. <music>